A merry little surge of electricity, piped by automatic alarm from the mood organ of his bed, awakened Dick Chafing. It was July 3305, and Dick Chafing had a license to kill. Somewhere among the sweaty hordes of humans out there lurked several rogue presenters. Chafing's assignment, find them and then unretire them. Trouble was, the presenters all looked exactly like humans and they didn't want to be found. Dick realised that his best weapon was his precious empathy bot, a device so sensitive that it could detect the slightest change in the heart rate or perspiration of a presenter when subjected to the test. Dick gathered his suspects in one room, checked the contents of their pockets, then activated the empathy box and watched for the involuntary reactions when he uttered these words. Our mics are live! Good evening, truckers everywhere, and welcome to this week's edition of Hutton Orbital News, bringing you the tidbits of information that you might have missed. I'm Dick Chafing, and we have our team ready and waiting, script in hand, hot off the press. I'm Amelia Hawke, and I've been digging for some gossip from Gullweb. I'm Harry Balzac, and I've been sticking my nose into everyone's business. I'm Norma Snockers, and I've been keeping an eye on the community goals. I'm Lou, and I've been doing stuff. Sorry, um, I've got the important stuff. That's better. And now, the headlines! Hutton implicated in Pleiades disaster. Hutton goes boaing in sneaky, sneaky reveal. Is person insertion a Don Con? Distance assistance, she's no fuel. Atrus 5060's been caught napping. Lou's been burning the candle at both ends to make sense of Hutton space in time. But there's always time for Norma Snockers. First tonight with this week's Atrus Report and Hackswing standing ready to bring you up to speed with what's what with Tharg the mightily missing, there are rumours that the malevolent evil intelligence behind the Thargoid attacks might actually be a fan. Or at least a listener to Hutton Orbital Radio, particularly the live edition from Lavecon. Whether Lithobreaker's void opal ball of prognostication leaked a little over the script, or our alien listener was so incensed by the closing sketch on the live show, we'll never know. But commentators throughout the galaxy are currently blaming this very radio station for this week's tragic news from the Pleiades. With other news outlets citing the current situation as a vicious attack with a dangerous article, 
our summation that Tharg was so cross-eyed that he didn't attack anything other than the larger stations, purely as he couldn't see them, added to the assertion that planetary bases and orbitals were safe as houses during the current conflict, it appears that we may have been a little wide of the mark. Now, don't suppose anyone's checked whether the station's on fire today, have they? Hutton Orbital Radio have an exclusive galactic first reveal this week. We are proud to announce a new addition to the universe, the Boa Constrictor. When the Boa-class cruiser was originally released by the Pilots' Federation back in 3017 at the Garigi Federation Spaceworks, it was designed to supersede the Python. This was made possible due to refinements in equipment design and was largely developed out of the recommendations left by one Commodore Monty, a Python captain of 40 years' experience, who was, we are led to believe, a distant ancestor of our very own Montgomery Python. Garigi Federation Spaceworks is no longer in service, which may explain why we've not seen a BOA-class cruiser up to now. Introduction of the new BOA has been excitedly anticipated. We do know that King Hanky is all a Twitter about the prospect of a new legless addition to his menagerie. Cecil doesn't count. Particularly as this week is International Snake Week, but details are sketchy at this time. Smaller than a python, but with larger internal capacity, the new boa will be capable of expansion during its lifetime and will be able to receive new skins on a regular basis. But jump ranges are particularly low, especially after ingesting all those tasty morsels. According to one Beau Marit responsible for this week's reveal, the boa will only be available from Planet Zoo, which we suspect is the new name for Garigi. Dastardly Don Antonacci's latest attempt to take over the running of the Pilots' Federation and thus remove all obstacles for his pirates is to insinuate yet another member of his extended Camorra family into the propaganda arm. One Don Benedetti. Signor Benedetti is consigliere to Guglielmo Flanagan as he's known at family gatherings. This Corsair, who comes from the Pizza and Gelato Benedettis, has been undercover in Scotland for some years, where rumours are that due to a time travel accident, he became father to Nicola Benedetti, the famous 21st century violinist, but still has not managed to master a convincing Scottish accent. Do not be fooled by his apparent lack of any hand-eye coordination that may he may affect during a live stream. This is just a ruse to put us at our ease. Pilots are urged to be vigilant and be aware of any reports where the upper sections of horses may go missing and then turn up mysteriously tucked up in other people's beds. Some say that she can pass at full throttle through the eye of a neutron star in reverse and still not spill her gin. Some say that she is secretly an elite combat pilot and only hides from pirates so as not to embarrass them. Others say that David Braben has a signed photo of her on his bedroom wall and whispers to it each night before bed. Some whisper that she keeps wrong way chained up in a dungeon and only lets him out once a year 
for LifeCon when she purchases new fluffy handcuffs. Others say that she can do a fuel rat rescue without a fuel scoop, without fuel limpets, or even a ship. All we know is she's called Flossie. Yes, our wonder rat managed to help a helpless commander to refuel this week without even launching her ship. Using her hollow me to examine the stricken commander's ship, Flossie discovered why the commander's fuel scoop was inoperable. The T Tory star around which he was which he was orbiting was not scoopable. After a quiet stage whisper in the commander's ear, which was only overheard by 197 other people, he made the short jump to a scoopable star. A K-class, not a red dwarf to match the colour of the commander's face. Identified in her emergency don't panic guide to where the scoop when you're near where to scoop when you're nearly out of fuel, and was able to continue his journey. Coming soon, Flossie's Ship Nightmares, where Flossie will join your crew and determine where you are going wrong. Warning contains frequent bad language. Good evening, trackers. Atris5060 reporting in from Canon Research with the latest intel on the Thargoid. Trackers, it'll be a quick one today since time is of the essence and there is science to be done now that the Thargoids have unveiled a new attack strategy. And that whole defending humanity thing too. Yes, I suppose that's just as important as the science. The Thargoids have launched a surprise attack in the Pleiades, damaging Titan's daughter. Oh, she's a big lass, that one. And Tigetta, Cavalieri, in Electra, and Silene, Selene, Selene, is that a, oh, jeez, well, <clears throat> Selene Orbital in Atlas. There are now reports from Palin Research Centre, or Palin, or Palin, wherever you want, in Maya, or Maya being evacuated due to the presence of Thargoid scouts on the surface above the base, cutting off access to Professor Palin's engineering facilities. This is a disaster, trackers! As the nearest place to give your ship all the thrust it needs is all the way out in Colonia! With the lovely male Brandon. Oh, he's gorgeous. Eagle Eye, at the time of this message, is still reporting no Thargoid activity. The people of the Pleiades need us, truckers. Await orders from Commander Foco Tuchel, where hacks will be focusing their efforts. Good luck out there, truckers. Um, for the mug, and over to that very um, manly Foco Took. Thank you. Incoming message from Hackscom. Okay, Hackswing, I hope you enjoyed your time off, because vacation is over. Tharg has decided to make a mess of the Pleiades again and stomp all over Operation Ida's repair work. AXI has specifically requested anti-Xeno pilots stay out of the Atlas system as they have an event planned for the weekend to show Tharg what happens when he breaks our toys. We will be operating in the Tegeta system. We will need combat pilots in the AX conflict zones and rescue pilots at Titan's Daughter. A secondary combat objective will be to support the megaship Carson Spring located in the Maya system. Professor Palin's thruster technology is important in anti-interceptor combat and we can't afford to lose him. Finally, if you know any commanders in Operation Ida, give them a hug. I think they're going to need it. Okay, truckers, let's get out there and fight hard, ferry money, 
and defend the mug. And Axcom transmission. Defend the mug. Well, we've had complaints that we aren't doing these reports in detail, so here we go. In WISE 08550714, we are up 1.2% at 68.1% and in investment and civil liberty. In LP525-39, we are down 2% at 65.7% and in boom. In Lewiton 145-141, we are up 1.2% at 63.7% and in boom and civil Blue, wake up! What? what? Oh yes, um, where was I? I think you were making a point. Now stop it or you get the pan again. Ah, yes. Did it work? No. Okay. Um, anyway. We have five systems above 60% and these need dropping. Get there and work against Hutton so that we can avoid any of them getting into expansion. You know where to find the list? It's at hot.forthemog.com and if you've not seen the new look site, it is amazing. The rest of our systems are nice and steady apart from Ross 671 where we've dropped below 35%. As we're now less than 20% ahead of our nearest faction, Alvin is declaring it an emergency, which means he's lubricating his throat with Megagin, ready for his most intimidating barks, and sharpening his teeth so they're ready in case he needs to give an ass biting. Be warned. Having finished the celebrations for taking control of Avic, we need to stop Sirius Corporation sneaking up and stealing it, stealing it from us. And we have plans. What plans? I hear you cry. Or I would, if you were within earshot, and not in a vacuum. As yet, we can't tell you, but they involve adventure, excitement, and really wild things. Well, an overworked and hungry and thirsty Antari is doing extra coding, which makes him pretty wild, I can tell you. Watch this space for news, and be ready to be amazed. Of course, after Avic, Alvin's chewing over the idea of whether he wants a nice cushion or maybe some sticks to play with. How that fits with the not expanding anymore diet, we have no idea. Over in Colonia, it's the same as last week. Everything in tier, apart from exploration, which you need to ask Hanky about, and bounty hunting, which you do in the systems we own, but hand in at tier. And I really mean it about Avic. There will even be a prize. It won't be a Space Invader plushie, only very, very best pilots get those, but a prize is a prize. Now you get a little bit of Norma. I'm saving the big bit for myself. There are no new CGs this week, but the current CGs will continue until Monday at 1500 UTC, unless they're completed earlier. All three CGs to build bases for the Alliance, Federation and Empire in the Witchhead Nebula are doing very well, with over 5,600 commanders contributing between them. More on this later. And now... With this week's Tunes to a Theme, 
It's time for some time, and time enough for Cow to go for a Jimmy Riddle. It's Pink Floyd again, and another tune from Dark Side of the Moon. Hello. How is everybody, anyway? <laughs> oh, yeah, it says banter, banter, banter. Right, done, let's move on. No. <laughs> yes, oh, the banter's done, right? <laughs> yeah, good. Hey, Dave. Welcome to everyone. Dave, is that really you? What? Is that really you? Is, we... it, is it really me? What, twice in two weeks we've both been on the same show? This can't be happening. I'm sure there's a insurance in my contract. <laughs> there's, there's a singularity due to happen soon. What oh, is dear. the point in me going for these court orders if you're not going to obey them? Oh, God. Uh, we're outside jurisdiction. We're 0.22 light years away from anybody who can enforce it, so... Well, I think they're on their Damn. way. I think they left. It's just it's going to be a couple of years before they get here. Um, yeah. Well, I should have learnt my lesson about goading people with things like that, shouldn't I, really, after after the news today? Oh, no. Well, yeah, Well, <sighs> while, while we're on the news, actually, it's probably a, a wee point to just send a... Uh, a nice. I mean, this, this Mr. Winard. Just think about what you wrote in Twitch chat a couple of minutes ago, Mr. Winard. Uh, when I break this news, that we just want to send out our uh, heartfelt um, consolidations. Is that right? Consolences. What? What is it you say? Condolences. 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 Feelings. How about Con- feelings? Yeah, yeah. We we do send out our our love and warmth to uh, poor Mr. Hanky who. Um, sadly, lost a few of his prized um, pets, snakes, this, this today, and um, was quite obviously cut up. As I think anyone that's ever had to do that drive to the vet with a pet knows all too well that at that minute they're ne- they're not animals. They're not. They are your organs. They are your heart. And there's nothing worse than uh, when you do have to say goodbye, especially. If, it's not uh, in a, a, a nice ripe old age, so our uh, heartfelt um, feelings and love go to you, Mr. Hanky, and at some point I'll fix this feckin' tongue in my gob. Because <laughs> I don't know what's going on with the damn thing, and I can't come up with simple words. Um, but yeah, so yeah, National Snake Week as well. Um, I have to say, actually, if anyone has not um, been a snake, a demonstration hanky does do these he has done it for universities and stuff and loves to show <laughs> i was gonna say show off his snakes but i don't mean that in a rude way he does um look after his snakes extremely well and unfortunately they are uh, a particular species that is prone to respiratory issues and they uh, it's one of those 50 50s um and he's managed out of three snakes he's managed to bring one to the point of recovery as well so fingers crossed that the third one does well and makes it through hanky good luck yes he is hutton's very own herpetologist does that mean he likes plants something like that yes hmm but that was good. So, um, what have you been up to this yeah. week? Have you been in any big fields full of you know tractors and, and, and nine foot deep mud? Well, no, no, we avo- we avoided the mud this week. It was um, it was round two. Um, round one, as you know, was um, in a field somewhere up north when it was cold and wet, and the the, the military were airlifting sandbags to stop banks bursting and flooding us away completely. And um, by contrast, yes, the the one in the field this week was with lots of strawberries and a lot of heat and bees and ants. And, um, yeah, I got sunburnt instead. Nice. So I went crispy. Okay. But I'm demob happy. I'm I'm demob. That's it now. Nothing more till the end of September. Feet up 
I'm on my holly bobs. And, um, well, we should go over and have a, a quick catch-up with um, Harry himself as well. Harry, what, what, you, what have you been doing? Mostly quiet. I was, I was not at home yesterday. Uh, went out and saw a very nice play with Hayley Atwell in it. Those of you who've watched any Marvel films will know as Agent Carter. Was it, was it a bit of an unexpected journey? <laughs> well, it was. You know, and I, was, I was on the doorstep and I thought, I'm supposed to be going to see this play. So I just uh, we got in a taxi and went, and it was particularly good. And she's she's no worse looking at close up than she is far away. I can tell you. <clears throat> Enough of that. You weren't you weren't within within in reaching range again, were you? As you were, what was it the, the week before? Oh, the week, with, before, uh, week before Marina Sirtis. No, this was on a this was on a proper proper stage. So I was kept away. I, I watched the play, and then just had to have a, a short rest, and then on my way home. <laughs> Kept let, let the dicky ticker yeah, recover. Yes. <clears throat> <sighs> flutter, flutter. Yes, but other than that, it's been quite a quiet week. Okay. Well, that's fair enough. Amelia. Yes. What's been going on with you? Um, nothing much. I tried my first uh, neutron star jump. <laughs> okay. How did it go? Not well. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> Yep. Um, <laughs> but mostly just pottering around, mining as you do, having fun, uh, in between, you know, procrastinating, uh, some work. Um, most of the fun was trying to figure out neutron stars, and I still haven't managed to do uh, the jump. Um, it's, it's a tricky thing to, to master. I lost a, a Type 9 in Barnard Star, actually. Um, on my way to Van Man and Star by getting too close and getting caught in the the gravity and not being able to f get out at all, and just watched my hull as it sparked and my frame shift uh, drive failed. So it can be quite if it goes spectacularly wrong, it is painful to sit and watch five minutes of nothing you can do. Um, yeah. Well, at least at least the view's lovely. I mean, it's very pretty. It's very very pretty. <laughs> yeah, but it make you a little dizzy as you spin round and round and round. <laughs> It's not nice at all. It's horrible. And then if you get it right, though, uh, once you've cracked it, uh, it's all about getting it right first time. That makes a huge difference because the turning around and trying to get back into it is when everything starts getting worse. Yeah. As with many things in life, yes. Um, I figured pretty much everything out and I can now go in and get the supercharge and get out again, but I just can't seem to plot further than my normal jump range and I have no idea why. Oh, that's in your navigation, mm -hmm. isn't it? There's a button. Mm -hmm. yeah. well, Flossie's the expert on this one, but there's a button, isn't there, Flossie? Um, well, I presume you've got if the star selected the um, in your... Well, it's, it's used, it's, it's not the option where you to, tick to it says the, use jet yeah. cone on your yeah. navigation Did, did you get that ticked? No, no, I, if I you, didn't. If you have that ticked, um, then you can just manually plot something that distance away and it'll do a nice blue line instead of a orange one. Isn't Ooh. it next to where you have um, economical... Yeah. yeah. It's a, it's a checkbox next to that, isn't it, I think? Yeah. Okay, so... Now I know what I'm going to be doing this weekend. <laughs> so, yeah, when you when you plot when you plot long routes, you can just leave that ticked, and it will take you to them, and then then actually plot the big jump in for you. 
on uh-huh. those individual stars. It, it actually does it on long routes as well, doesn't it? I yes, think. it does, and it's, yes, it's it a does. nightmare because yeah. it's one of those things that you sometimes, depending on how far you're going, you might want to turn off just to give yourself a chance of having some hull left. <laughs> um, yeah, I found the in-game plotter is really good once you're actually on the Newton Highway. Right, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need to try this this weekend. Yeah, because, um, Flossie, you're... Um, yeah, talking of plotting, though, you and uh, Deadmeat were having a bit of a competition about who was having the most outrageous average jump distance earlier in the week. Oh, <laughs> your your yeah. average was one hundred and eighty nine average jump distance, yeah. and his was sitting down there at sixty some. Because <laughs> I was Newton jumping. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, following my uh, Facebook rescue the other day, <laughs> uh, I got a real one, and. Uh, I was neutron jumping to get to the uh, commander. So it's 15,000 light years of neutron jumping. Wow. Wow. Yeah, sorry. I'm, <laughs> yeah. Just, I'm just seeing that I've got some advice from Comet Born who says, Barred Star is a white dwarf, not a neutron. Don't use white dwarfs. I can concur. Oh. <laughs> I can concur. Yeah, that was where I went horribly, horribly wrong. Um, Same thing happened in... Game of Thrones, didn't it, with a white dwarf? Um, I'm not really sure. I was going to say it was a good, it, it was a good magazine back in the uh, late eighties, wasn't it? White Dwarf magazine for Indeed, yeah. those of you for painting little models and um, yeah. Games Workshop magazine. Yep. Yeah. I've still got hundreds of the damn things. Okay. Okay. Flossie, is there anything else you want to this week? Um. Well, start for me. My couple of rescues. I've just been doing the CG. Uh, when I've been in Elite, <laughs> otherwise I've been in uh, Warcraft trying to get my flying license. Well, I'm, I'm going to talk about some of the other bits and pieces that have been going on this week that kind of involve you, but maybe not quite fully yet. Um, mm. But we'll talk about them in a second. Uh, so, Steve, then it'll be. Hello there. Hello. What what has your week been uh, shaping up to be like? Well, I spent the week on Sol watching the uh, SRV racing. Yeah, how did that was, go? It was even more fun than usual, to be honest. It was a, a more exciting race than many of them have been. And uh, managed to meet the lovely Mr. Coulthard. Oh! Um, which, Ooh! Yeah, with, his, with his tighty whities he, he didn't have his tighty whities on, though. He was going trackside, so a much more... Um, practical outfit he wore um, but unfortunately although I was wearing my pink wafer pit crew t-shirt I'm not allowed to get autographs so I couldn't get that signed which was a slight shame okay <laughs> right okay that's a shame probably your underpants but you got them they signed would have been I got the underpants signed later but that was someone else <laughs> <clears throat> <laughs> but yes, in, in game, changing the subject quickly, um, I've been testing out uh, the, the wizard of the um, shipbuilds, Mr. Overlight, has built me a, a jump conda, so I've flown out to the Zarara, and I'm now just heading off beyond it into the black to find out how far away a star I can get to. Awesome. What are you hoping for? What's your kind of, what's your goal? I'm heading south, so to speak, to just going as far on that lowest arm as I can get right, right out to the edge. So 
I haven't got a star name yet, but I'll just keep going till I run out of space. Brilliant. Good luck with that, and hopefully you'll be able to get jump back. I did find myself in a pocket on the way back from Beagle Point where I couldn't jump out, and, and thought I was going to have to just live there. Um, then, That's always the risk. Yeah. Well, there are plenty of visitors these days. You know, it is a popular destination. You might get one every three weeks or so. Yeah, fortunately there was a neutron star that I was able to supercharge and get my arse out. No, that that was a white dwarf. That, no, that one wasn't, because I've not survived a white dwarf yet. Um, they're nasty, 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 nasty things. Um, all right, then. Um, now, I was just saying that Flossie's involved in a couple of things, because since LaveCon, which was uh, not to rub Dave's nose in it any further this week, was awesome. No, 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 Anybody that <laughs> is, is. Yeah, must be really miserable. Um and, and and go under the label <laughs> loser <laughs> sorry Amelia I didn't mean to include you in that but you know loser to <laughs> I'm going to like you anymore I'm going to tell my mum oh, oh no don't Aww. do that <laughs> don't do that that's the last thing I need is your mum on the warpath the boys have been picking on me mum <laughs> Well, since then, we had a, Mr. Winnard and myself um, have had a chat, and Mr. Winnard's been away, and he's been chatting to other people that are have proven their writing uh, worth and have has talked to the entirety of the cast of Dockers. We've also talked to people about potentially getting involved um, with Didn't Dockers. Didn't talk to me. I did Dockers once. Did he not talk to you yet? No. Didn't. I, I even did my special bit. But it was two dockers ago. <sighs> well, I think you know. He, he yeah, was, but what have you done lately? He was hoping <laughs> to, um, yeah, to get you on for the stage this year, actually. But I think Sean stepped in for you, so maybe Sean's taking mm. over. But he, mm, yeah. But there was room because this is the thing. We're, we're totally, utterly, we're we're taking it further afield it's not just going to be Barnard Star we want to bring in more stations and more situations and explore the whole universe more and uh, uh, I think if I've got a little promo that I can play for this it's, it's different but it will lead into the next one that we're going to play in a minute as well for something special too so there's two special things but the first thing we're going to do is this um, new project Dockers uh, promo for you um, so if you bear with me while we do this Dave um, and then while we're while we're off air, we'll we'll we'll, 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 we'll talk to Mister Winnard about why he doesn't want you anymore. <laughs> Nobody loves me. How was I'm that? Going down the garden to eat worms. New project, eh? Hmm. Bigger budget. More special effects. Does it have any jokes this time? Protective clothing supplied. Hmm. I'm not sure. Oh, more credits for me. Oh, well, sign me up. Bugger love laboratory. I'm doing Beyond Dockers. The Milky Way. A large, expansive spiral galaxy, roughly 75,000 light years from side to side. Home to the human race and many alien species, it swarms with activity. Every day, billions of people go to work worship their deities, and fly off into the void. These are the daily doings of the known galaxy. This is Beyond Dockers.
Beyond Dockers, coming to your favourite radio station podcast or injected directly into your sweaty space-faring cock of pitness soon. Soon is a trademark of Michael Brooks and Frontier Developments and should not be used unwisely, poorly or without the express permission of David Rubin's pet tarantula Mike. Beyond Dockers, coming to a radio station podcast or the sweaty... Beyond Dockers, fuck it. I'm fucking it now. So this, oh god, there's nothing better than outtakes, is there? Um, Mark! Yeah, it's uh, it's back. It's coming back. Uh, if you weren't leave, of course, there was quite a, a dark ending to the Dockers, but um, we are coming back, new and improved, and you can expect to hear from uh, a lot of the main characters and a, a few new ones. And yeah, we we can confirm that our narrator, as you heard there, Ian M. Norman, who is just. Oh my goodness, when we got his recording pieces through, because Colin Ford was going to be our narrator and Mr Whispery himself, and we were all set for that and it was we'd actually started writing and stuff and then we got these audition pieces in and I went to Colin and I said to him, Colin, um, do, you, do you mind changing part to, to, to Richard Swallow? And he's like, well, I kind of really fancied the narrator. And I went, uh, yeah, I know. And I sent, I didn't even tell him anything. I just, I sent him the wave file of uh, Ian's edition. And he went, aye, okay. <laughs> it's just, it was just no debate. <laughs> Ian is the narrator and he's just got such a, a stunning voice. As much as um, our wonderful Keith Oz Wilkins and his uh, ability to be David Brubin's voice. Um, I think everyone has Well, grown. he's also, yeah. also our very own Rex Bottoms. Yeah, well, exactly, yes, he's done some reporting for us, a very talented vocalist and um, vocalist, vocal actor, and uh, we look forward to bringing more from Dockers. Uh, If you are interested in getting, you know, do send Mr. Winnard a message. If, like David, you've already been cut, um, it might, well, sorry, I didn't want to bring it up again. But if you, <laughs> I've been, I've been chopped off in my prime. I'm, yeah, that's, I know when I'm not wanted. But you know, of course, if you are interested in getting involved, we will probably have, um, some point when we've created a bit more writing and decided on parts that are going to be required, and what we're going to resurrect. And we know people that we've worked with in the past, those who were you know really nice and helpful, like Flossie. Um, and, and really, really talented. And then we've approached people who just sound amazing, like Amelia and, and Sean, who've got those wonderful voices. And then we've kind of got rid of the shit um, and miserable sods. <laughs> <laughs> like... You can go right off some people. <laughs> no, David, we have not excluded you at all because, you, again. No, I'm, I'm, jo- I'm joking. I'm we joking. have, uh, you know, <clears throat> you've got people who have got um, the vocal ability to be able to be be involved and to cover multiple parts and those are valuable resources so I'm sure that uh, Shouty has kept you on his list uh, rather than has just not been in touch with you because you've been busy no, I, I have been, but yes, I'm, I'm I'm on my holidays now. I have I have the time. You've got me for six weeks. Um, on on that note, though, we've been doing. Uh, Sean and I were talking earlier. Palantir and I were talking earlier, and we might have some a few bits for you as well. Oh, just to make you feel bad. Yeah, we we we've been um, your vocal talents, your singing talents, as heard before the start of the show, um, haven't had an outing for a while, and th- there were a few little nuggets of ideas that we were chucking around oh, while God. I was stuck in a traffic jam earlier. But the, Amelia, do you sing? Um, <laughs> I can try. No, it's just, always Cecil tried once. Yes. Had, it was John, John Vanilla, wasn't it? Did the spectacular version. Um, 
for he us. did, and he's in his new band as well. And I, I caught up with him a couple of weeks ago. We've had the and he and his new band might do us a new one as well. The board. Their crew. new single is out now. Okay, get a link in the chat so we know. Yeah, well, he he's always been a bit reluctant to, you know, he, he sort of, he, he likes being in the band on the stage. He's one of those um, <clears throat> backwards and coming forwards, you know, uh, he's, he's a real personality on stage, but uh, he's not yet accepted an invitation to come on the show, so hopefully soon. Okay, so be awesome, because we support all the, the new music as well, because it's wonderful when you get a new band, and we like to support them. Um, so yeah, well, I'm if... off to his wedding Oh, as well. He, so I've, I've had an invitation to go forward. to his wedding next year too. Yeah, yeah You barely even met him, and now you're getting married. <laughs> yes, yeah, so he, he and his uh, lovely girlfriend will be getting married next year, and um, yes, uh, representing Hutton, um, I've been invited to, to pop out over to over to Poland actually, where they're going to be getting married next year. So, no, yeah. so Mister Wynn had cut you completely. He said you were a twat. Oh no, we know that. I mean, that goes without saying. I completely <clears> agree <throat> with him. If that was the criteria. I don't think any of us would be there. <laughs> Off to Poland, representing Hutton. Hold on a frickin' minute. What's this? I, you know, Winner might have snubbed you a little bit. You're leaving the country to go for a piss-up without us. No, I'm, I'm doing my ambassadorial duties there. I'm eating all the Ferrero Rocher, so you don't have to. <laughs> I want to! No, it's fine. It sounds awesome, and uh, I'm sure you, you represent us wonderfully, you arsehole. Um... <laughs> <laughs> No, I do. I do around the country during the week, catching up with Hutton truckers and yeah. doing doing my bit. You don't, know, I've <clears throat> caught up over the last year with everybody from you know Pillbox and Aiden through to uh, you and don't mention the Poland, Palantir. Just don't mention Poland. Takes us back to why not? Doctor Docker's live. That was that was yeah. This. <laughs> I don't know if you watched oh, it. No. I don't know if you watched. No, it I didn't. I missed. I missed that bit. I have to catch up on the recording at some the, point. There was and then cry quietly into my. You've got six weeks gin. to do it. There was a, a little line where um, Hans is talking about going to where all the poles are, and she's going to call that Poland, and uh, and how will he let people know by raising his arm to the forty-five degree angle? At which point, even Danny couldn't do it live. So, <laughs> yes, Poland. Uh, Hot topic. Um, what else was we, we, we've... Yeah, that's that. Then you've got... Well, I think you and Steve have got some kind of special event coming up. With the Bento Balls song as well, Chocolate Salty Balls um, cover we did recently. Um, I've got a few parodies on the board for another special promo that we've got to play out tonight as well. Uh, this uh, is going to involve. I think it's going to involve Flossie. Are you involved in the in the muggies? Um, I don't know. I don't know much about it. I've I've seen uh, Simon's posts, but other than that, I, I don't, don't know. I don't know, Dave. Do you know much about the muggies? No, well, I know. I've, I know Muggsy. Obviously, the man who came up with the mug. But no, I don't know about the muggies. Right. Look, you don't know. I mean, it's obviously it's something new coming up, uh, and, and and soon. <laughs> I thought I had an important I mean, message I... from Winner there to give me a warning, but he said he didn't say. He says he didn't call you a twat, but what he did call you, I can't broadcast. Would, that'd be a first. <laughs> that'd be a first for this week. Right, so you don't but, know what the mugs. Uh, we, we do have a a, a rare. Well, I I I'm, I'm I'm I might have to boycott them because mug lives matter. Um, well, yeah. no, it's not, it's not so bad. I think you'll appreciate this. This is a a, a rare recording from the, the you know the, the recording device that we installed in Barnard Star. 
the one so we could keep an ear on. When we when we went in there, we knew fine well that that Mr. Bruben would be a problem. Well, and we've kept wraps on him. Well, we've managed to capture something important. Um, the so well, well, this 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 clip should explain it if you're not sure what the Mugsies is, to some degree. Um, I'm not quite sure. Let's let's find out. Michelle, just the underling I was looking for. I want to talk to you about the muggies. Ooh, you should really see Nurse Wyatt about that, your essential mugness. Well, I don't know if you've ever looked at the Hutton Helper, Michelle, but that's a lot of people doing a lot of stuff, and I want them all up my station. There's profit to be made here, my Jove. We, oh, your majesties. So what is the muggies? Ah, well, a clever plan of mine, I think you'll agree. We have the large Thargoid and Fertile Lunch Theatre. We put on a show, Michelle, and as a reward we can offer, um, jumpers. No, mugs! Um, uh, mugs in jumpers. Jumpers in mugs! Uh, prizes, Michelle! Prizes! And whilst they're here, we can roll in credits and maybe even afford that automatic mug chunker I've had my eye on. 120 mugs a second, Michelle. It sounds like an excellent plan, your generousness. But how are we going to choose who gets a muggy? Well, Michel, I think I can extrapolate the last year's information for the last year. Best trucker wins a prize, that's simple. There are so many of them. Are you sure you want to do this? They will go crazy. I've seen how they can mine the opals and fix the stations. They were playing with their balls not long ago. No, I try not to ask too many questions. Just get them here, Michelle. I'll even throw in some silly awards. They like a bit of silly in Hutton space. Take a memo, Michelle, and get it sent out. Toot sweet. The BS Broadcasting Studios. We present to you the first annual Muggies, live from Barnard Star Thargoid and Ferdinand's Theatre, with guest stars, red carpet, jumpers and mugs! Right, get the slaves working on prizes and tie up the Hutton Broadcasting team for the night. Last thing we need is confusion in the studio. I will post it immediately, your gloriousness, and get the security team on right away. When shall I say it is? Just put, uh, soon, Michelle. Hmm, I might put a trademark on that. Right, I suppose I'd better figure out which designers I'm going to wear. I'm thinking Edinburgh World, Woolen Mill, and Mug Mug. You are cordially invited to attend the first annual Muggies Awards at the Thargoid and Ferdinand's Theatre in Barnard Star on January the 2nd, 3306. Mug! There we go. Um, Colour me interested. Did that make any did, did that make any sense, Flossie? Did that, did that answer any questions? 120 mugs per second. <laughs> <laughs> Bad, it bad, sounds, bad, like, it bad. sounds like you at the post office, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, it does feel like that uh, this week as well. We had we sent a wee package down to Frontier, so hopefully they'll get that tomorrow. Um, and who else did I send something to? Oh, it was Drax, so it's fine. You got it. Um, and then there was another one out, which was the Drabble Prize from Lavecon, 
uh, went into our Drabble, Abercadrabble winner, um, with an amazing Drabble. And uh, so their Kindle went on its way, and hopefully they receive that today as well. So the Muggies is going to be an annual award ceremony. Um, details will come uh, over the coming months, and the, uh, I think the intention is to, on January the 2nd, have a live show to go through and give the awards out and hopefully by then our new prize site will be up and running and we'll be able to use that to track who's needing what and if you get involved in these events then it's just a case of going to the one website putting your details that are required and then being able to control who can see those and who can't um, for various competitions but as I say it's under development as we speak and every time Moof sits and talks to me I suggest something and end up getting a, a very sort of short sentence with an exclamation mark at the end back and he goes away and recodes bits and pieces so yep development on way that and the Muggsies will develop as well as Dockers Beyond or Beyond Dockers sorry as um, all these things come and go and Flossie's definitely involved in Beyond Dockers aren't you? Oh yes yes I'm involved in that there yeah. we go so um, I'm not, I wasn't sure if maybe... You, you and your filthy, filthy, filthy lines. Well, yeah, other things... <laughs> oh, <laughs> other things... Uh, Tyrus Fusion is just saying that that's his life, people coming up with suggestions and him spending hours recoding the page he's just finished. You know that way a programmer goes, done, look, it does exactly what you want. Can you just make it do this? Oh, fuck, that's, uh, that's a developer. That's known as scope creep, isn't it? I used it, to get that, uh, just with word processing. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. scope creeping government projects. That's why <clears throat> governments can never deliver anything on time because everybody is, oh, what about this? And then, yes, they end up you know, billions of pounds over and um, four years late. Yep, so keep your eyes open uh, for details of Muggsies and Beyond Dockers. And yep, as I say, drop Mr. Winner a message if you fancy uh, offering up your talents. And if you're talentless, um, come and join the radio team. It doesn't matter. <laughs> me, sir, me. Oh, no. <clears throat> <laughs> right anyway have we got a couple of other bits as well yes we've got quite a bit in this bit <clears throat> now so you know the, the news writing itself flossy your rescue this week yes you know we just know you as flossy yeah <clears throat> but i mean that that was quite an astonishing one you didn't even have to get out of bed to do this rescue <laughs> i mean you could do this one from lounging on your chaise long back at home <laughs> Well, 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 wrong way peels you some grapes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, right. Smashing yeah, back pints of... Uh... <laughs> oh, dear, sorry. I was, I was just browsing one of the Facebook groups, and uh, just a few minutes before I saw this particular uh, post um, had been made, somebody had uh, just typed out that he'd run out of fuel. What can I do? Help. I said, oh, well, I think why, he was getting a bit salty that the game was broken, wasn't it? His spaceship was broken his, and it was yeah, all rubbish his, and it didn't um, work. His scoop wasn't working, that was it. And I thought, hmm, I bet his scoop is working. And he's getting all sorts of uh, suggestions as to what could be wrong. And uh, anyway, I quickly logged into game, had a look at the system he was in. And my suspicions were confirmed. It was a T-Tory. <laughs> so I said to him, no, it's a T-Tory. That's why you can't scope. There's nothing wrong with this scope. And I noticed there was a, another star very nearby. So I said, if you can get there, if you, um, that one's okay. You should be able to scope from that one. 
which he did, and that was all it was really, <laughs> except it expanded into quite a long thread. <laughs> yeah, well, it's always nice to turn somebody a little bit salty into uh, somebody who's got a little bit more knowledge out in the yeah. galaxy there, and yes. And for all the 100, 197 other commanders that were listening, they now know also <laughs> that stars that look scoopable may be further than they, I mean, sorry, maybe less scoopable than they appear. Because they do yeah. look, when you get to those T-Tauris, they oh, look they just like an ordinary... Yeah. yeah. They look like a perfectly ordinary scoopable star, and you get closer and closer and closer, and then you do a cow, and you overheat and blow up. <laughs> Once my heat gets up above about 50-odd percent, I start suspecting it's a T-Tauri. That's why I like ADMC because it tells me the next star is not scoopable. Yeah, to be fair, it's in game screen. Yeah, it does Ooh. pop up as you're jumping to it. It tells you as well. It does, yeah. Yeah, we've yeah. got to look then. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, well, look as well as everything else. You've actually. I hate this game. Read. It's stupid. Yes, it's, it's rubbish. Trolling, trolling, lots and lots of trolling. But um, it wasn't deliberate trolling by this commander. But yeah, it, uh, Flossie fixed him right up, didn't you? And talking talking of trolling as well, lots of trolling, many trolls. Yes, of course, um, the the uh, the Planet Zoo team, they get the boa before we do. That was their weekly reveal this week. So they, they get the boa constrictor before before um, space does. Yes, but it doesn't move, it just sits in his tank and hisses. Well, there was, a, there, there was some arguing earlier about whether they live in vivariums or... Um, Oh, whatever they were, yes. But yes, that was their big reveal this week, and they, all of the Planet Zoo fans were going, near, 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 we've got a boa and you haven't, to the um, to the Elite Dangerous fans. So, <laughs> yes, there, there was that one. And then, of course, we got totally trolled by um, the Pilots' Federation this week. Yes. Okay. Yes. Of course, yes. They us into a false sense of security, didn't they? Well, I mean, there's one of two things. Either we've accidentally pointed something out to them that, that then Thargas listened into and then set fire to things because we pointed out at LaveCon that planetary bases and orbitals were perfectly safe from Thargoid attack. And guess what happens? So either um, we pointed it out to them and then it's all our fault or... Um, just Call Me Wendy has the best poker, poker face on the planet, so when he's handed a script that talks all about that, he doesn't even blink. He didn't uh, There even... was some talk about hold my beer or something when we mentioned it. but <laughs> Well, yeah. I mean, you know, with, with, with lines in there all about not attacking planetary bases, he delivered those lines absolutely deadpan and didn't blink, didn't give a hint away. That was exactly what he'd planned for the next week. So, yeah, I, either never play poker against Just Call Me Wendy or... Um, or it's all our fault. I don't know which one we prefer here, but... Possibly both. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes, I think we got to totally trolled by the Don's minions at that point. Mm. Not that... I don't know. I don't, I don't think Just Call Me Wendy's one of the minions. He's more of a sort of a, a co-conspirator, isn't he? And you, you wonder how long they'd been planning that, because with the best will in the world, I don't think they could have coded all this from scratch. Or, or no, just change a few parameters and say, oh, what happens if we see include planetary, planetary bases? I wonder what will happen. Well, yeah, I mean, the, I mean, the Thargoid, was, it's not on fire yet. I mean, the station services are off. But as, I, as I've been able to, to tell so far, it's not actually caught fire like some of the stations. There aren't, there aren't bits sort of blowing off it and bouncing down the planet's surface. It's just got lots and lots of Thargoids whizzing around. There are rumours that there are Thargoids coming out of the ground as well. Ooh. Yeah, they're, they're, they're spawning underground, so they're, they're jumping into the, the planet itself and then Ooh. sort of creeping up from underneath you as well. So if you're in your SRV somewhere near Palin's base, you might find Thargoids 
um, approaching you from What underneath. are they calling them? Yeah. Are those hemorrhoids? Hemorrhoids, <laughs> yes. Hemorrhoids. Um, so, yeah, is this, you know, just, is this the start of it? I mean, what's next? I mean, are they going to go and visit the Sarge and off to see uh, Facility Farsia? Have they come at a cunning <laughs> plan to prevent engineering? We don't know where this is going to go. No. Engineering is the key to defeating the Thargoid, so it makes sense. Mm. Yep. Yeah. So, is it a change of tack by Tharg the uh, Tharg the Unstoppable? We we don't know. I'm sure later on in the show, Mister Wotherspoon's going to have something to say about it because it's exactly the kind of thing he'd report on as well. <laughs> Someone saying Draxor says Tremorgoids. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now there's a good film. Yeah, there you go. That's a, that's a winner, Drax. Congratulations. Yeah. I'm not sure what you've won. Probably some very bad tremorgoids. But um... <laughs> oh, that's awesome. This tube of preparation I'm... Tharg. <laughs> oh, we <laughs> preparation tea. <laughs> that, that actually just sounds like something nice you'd have of an afternoon with some with some donkey biscuits. That's I don't want. Horrible. I don't want one of the biscuits after you've done that but, with yeah. it. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't. Right. Well. Yeah, okay. Well. I mean. I. Um, I, I mean. There is more, and I, I'm. I'm almost wary about um, asking Amelia to introduce this next one because I, I've not had a look at the submission yet from LCU. But obviously, LCU is one of our resident boffins from uh, Canon Interstellar. Um, did send in a roving report. Uh, um, Amelia, do you want to um, do you want to introduce this one? Okie dokie. Um, well, we suspect that LCU's got something to say about the current disasters. So let's go over to our roving reporter and his inimitable style. Good evening. We heard rumours at Lavecon that researchers from Canon Interstellar have rediscovered the clitoris. I'm joined here in the studio by a representative of Canon Interstellar. LCU, no fool like one, and the spokeswoman of the Fatherhood, Commander Ereshkigal. Gesundheit! That's my name. I beg your pardon. Ereshkigal is Gesundheit. my name. My name is Ereshkigal. Gesundheit! Stop saying that. Stop saying what? Stop saying Gesundheit. I'm just trying to be polite. LCU, what can you tell me about this news from Canon? We're sending the Gnosis to the Witchhead Nebula to have a look at the barnacles there and see whether they are ripe. Barnacles? Witchhead? Are these euphemisms? Euphemisms for what? For the clitoris. Shouldn't you use more scientific terms? What have barnacles got to do with the clitoris? I'm talking about the news that Canon have rediscovered the clitoris. Oh, I thought you were asking me here for news about the Interstellar Initiative. No, I definitely wanted to talk about the clitoris. How embarrassing. I'm, I'm very sorry. I have to take this call. It's important news from Commander Pan Piper. They call him the Barnacle Whisperer. Ooh, how exciting. Hello? Hello? Pan Piper? Yes? Yes? A new barnacle, you say? Ah, to find location. Hold on, let me put it into Gal Map. What was the system name again? Eta Clitoris. No, no, I can't find a way to Eta Clitoris. 
Hello? 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 Is something funny, Pan? Oh, for goodness sake. Yes, yes, very funny. What was the news? It was just... Uh, oh, I'm really sorry. Hello? Hello? Commander Damara? Yes, how can I help you? Professor Palin's base has been attacked. Oh, wait. This is another practical joke, isn't it? Why, good day to you, sir. Palin's base? It was nothing. Just a juvenile prank. There's been a lot of it about lately because of that research paper. The one about the clitoris. Well, to tell the truth, this is a lot of hoo-ha about the hoo-hoo. The news is a little premature. Yes, I understand that can be a problem. It is true that Commander Del Monte has presented a scientific paper claiming to have rediscovered the clitoris, but has yet to be properly peer-reviewed, and I am in fact very sceptical. Sceptical? Why? His own wife, Lady Outspan, a respected scientist in her own field, told me that chance would be a fine thing, and that he wouldn't find it if it were presented on a plate. But surely the clitoris had already been discovered. Well, yes, it'd be ridiculous to suggest that the clitoris had never been discovered before now. Of course. Are you fucking kidding me? We know from historical documents that the full extent of the clitoris was first discovered by Australian urologist Helen O'Connell in 1998. 1998? Unfortunately, her paper on the subject, with its extensive photographic evidence, was lost after World War Three. Only one copy survived, but sadly, it's badly damaged, and all the pages are stuck together. Yeah. Totally unreadable. Since then, the mysteries of the clitoris have been unknown to science. Commander Erish Kigal. Gesundheit. Stop doing that, you moron. Do you have something to say? You can't be fucking serious. Are you trying to tell me that the clitoris wasn't discovered until 1998? Well, obviously. I mean, the human race had been in existence for 200,000 years by this point, and women are supposed to have not noticed that they had a clitoris in all that time. Yes, but the full structure is... It's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. I don't know why I'm sitting here listening to this. Look, obviously I'm sceptical too. The work hasn't been peer-reviewed and we have teams of researchers who are anxious to conduct their own experiments to verify the findings. I bet they are. Will you be conducting your own experiments? I certainly hope so. Unfortunately, Mrs. No Fool Like One has declined to participate for quite some time now. She always seems to have a headache. Oh dear. Young lady, perhaps you would like to be my experimental subject. What? I have my endoscope right here, if you'll just permit me to... Get away from me, you pervert. Ouch! That was uncalled for. All I want is I know to... what you want, you Ow. creep. Oh, please, Ow. please, it's for science. Get that thing away from me. I'm afraid that's all we have time for. Thank you, Commander Erish Kigal. And Commander LCU No Fool Like One. I don't think he's likely to locate the clitoris any time soon. I do hope he can locate his teeth. Oh dear. I think Commander Erish Kagal has managed to help him rediscover his own genitals. Back to the studio. Good night.
<laughs> so before we go on, we should probably put a, 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 any kind of apologies for anyone that <clears> found <throat> that uh, offensive or in uh, poor taste. And it, it was both. And it, oh dear, I should really listen to these things before I send them across, shouldn't I? <laughs> well, if you've been affected by the apologies. issues in today's program, <laughs> tough. Oh dear. <laughs> well, is this is this gone beyond? Has this actually gone beyond Dockers now? Um. Well, I can see Mr. Winnard was suggesting that the experiments would be conducted in the lab. Yeah. Um. So I think. Yeah. Oh, I, I think he's got to the nub of the matter, there, don't you? Uh, where did this come from? Obviously, I've, I've missed. I have missed something in the, in the system news and Galnet this week. Um. Yeah, wow. LCU. Stay behind at the end. We're going to have some... <laughs> Flossie, Flossie, take a run-up uh, with this one, OK? Take a good long run-up. <clears throat> some say that she eats three shredded spreadsheets for breakfast. Others that her specialist subject on Mastermind would be commodities and where to find them. All we know is that she's called Flossie, and we've got to do what she says. When the universe is in trouble, bug infestations in the bubble, your home stations burn rubble. What on earth can we do now? Interstellar initiatives, let Flossie tell you what it is, then you can get involved with this Listen to what Flossie says Interstellar Initiative Flossie tells us what she thinks it is Then you can get involved with this Now you should listen to what Flossie says Oh, Hello, Flossie here with this week's Interstellar Initiative Community Goals News the Allied Federal and Imperial Initiatives for Witch Head Expansion. Uh, these three community goals are still ongoing, and so far the Federation are in the lead with theirs, closely followed by the Empire, and both well on to Tier 6, which is the final tier. The Alliance CG is likely to be the last to finish and currently not yet reached Tier 5. But once the other two finish, they may get more help and will probably reach completion by Monday. As the Alliance CG is located 1.6 kilo light seconds from the star, uh, there were concessions made to compensate. The sell prices for the three commodities were increased for the Alliance from about 23,000 to 28,500 for palladium. Uh, 11,500 to over 14,000 for superconductors and 19,000 to 23,000 for insulating membranes. So that should help a bit. Uh, also, the tier 6 level for the Alliance was reduced from 14 million to 10 million tonnes. As of 1500 today, the CGs were at uh, Federation nearly halfway between tiers five and six, with ten and a half million tons collected by two and a half million uh, thousand contributors. 
The Empire, about a third of the way between tiers five and six, with just over 10 million tonnes collected by uh, 1,900 contributors. <clears throat> Alliance, about two thirds of the way between tiers four and five, with just over five million tonnes collected by just over a thousand contributors. Current payouts for top 10 commanders uh, for tier five, federal and imperials, uh, over 11 million credits. Uh, top 10 for tier four for the Alliance, nearly 7 million credits. Top 10% for tier five is 9 million and tier four, just over 5 million. And for just taking part, uh, tier five, obviously 500,000 credits for the Feds and Imperials and 400,000 credits for the Alliance at tier four. The total commanders participating, or some may be doing more than one, is over five and a half thousand. So this compares fairly well with recent CGs. Um, like the recent uh, supply for survey data was um, nearly 4,000 contributors. Uh, the Evangeline's Elite Expeditionary Force Appeal was uh, attended by 2,000. The Sagittarius Eye Appeal was about 2,500. Uh, the Combat CGs before that were um, just over a thousand on one side and 400 on the other. And the Zendi request guarding commodities was just under two and a half thousand. So overall, this one isn't doing too bad. And that's it really for this week's com community goals in inter interstellar initiatives news. Flossy told you what to do. Thank you, Flossie. Isn't she precious? And now, just before a boggle-eyed look at this week's Galnet news with Commander Wotherspoon, and in an oblique reference to a precursor to Space Legs, designed by the Pilots' Federation, it's The Outsider, with something like this week's script. The Mountain. News Digest, 16th of July, 3305. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, product recall hits Thargoid Battle Fleet. Scramble for Witchhead Bridgehead. Anti-slavery spokesperson arrested on manslaughter charges. More deadly than Onionhead. New Beagle Point record disallowed. Product Recall hits Thargoid Battlefleet. Chief of Engineering and Product Safety for Claxian Spaceways, Throg the Brainy, has issued a recall notice on all Thargoid Scout and Interceptors of all variants manufactured between 3300 and 3305. 
He explained that there's a defect in the meta-alloys used in the construction of the hull, which could make the ship spontaneously explode, especially when under attack by ships from other galactic cultures. Thargoid ships sold in the Maya and Marope systems are not affected by this recall. Throg reminds all disappointed Thargoid pilots that new and far more lethal ships have completed their design cycle and are nearly ready to go into production. These new ships have more hearts, larger Thargon swarms, and are unaffected by the hull strength problem. A part exchange scheme will be put in place for pilots unwilling to wait for the remedial work on their existing ships to be completed. While he waits for the defective battle fleet to be repaired, Tharg the Mighty, Prince of Polaris and the Emperor of the Call 70 sector, has created a diversion, getting non-Thargoid ships to fly out of contested areas by pretending that there are lots of pristine barnacle sites in the Witchhead Nebula. Scramble for Witchhead Bridgehead yeah, hold on a second. What have I done now? I'll tell you what I've done. I've left the wrong blooming galnet plugged in, haven't I? What a numpty. That's from Tuesdays. Um, so, yes. How the heck? I just, you know, I did. I programmed it in earlier before it was available. That's that's my excuse and I'm sticking to it. Um, so let me just go and grab tonight's galnet news and we'll start that one again. <coughs> Galnet News Digest, 18th of July, 3305. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, Commanders complain at Professor Palin upgrade unavailability. The writings on the planet in Yam. Commander Harry Potter quits forever. Perhaps. Commanders complain at Professor Palin upgrade unavailability. Following last week's news that the Thargoid battle fleet has had to beat a hasty retreat to make safety repairs to their ships, this week it has become apparent to where they've retreated. Much of the Thargoid battle fleet is currently docked at the Palin Research Base in Maya, retrofitting stronger hulls in the light of a number of ship losses during combat. The cost of repairs is being borne by Claxian Spaceways, according to Chief of Engineering and Product Safety for Claxian Spaceways, Throg the Brainy. The Thargoids have taken down the beacon at the base, which is located on Maya A3A at coordinates 39.1171.2, and have deployed a large swarm of Thargoid scouts to deter intruders. Professor Palin and his staff are believed to have escaped in the Carson's Spring megaship, which is itself now under attack and in imminent risk of destruction. Commanders have reacted instantly to the situation by moaning that they can no longer get Grade 5 Dirty Drive modifications, pointing out that a 44,000 light-year round trip to engineer Mel Brandon in Colonia is far too much trouble, and demanding that someone should do something about it. 
there are completely unsubstantiated rumours that any commander who can successfully land at the Palin Research Centre can buy previously unavailable Thargoid modifications for their ship, including the Grade 5 Heart upgrade and the Thargon Swarm. To become friendly with the Thargoids, you must take them 25 occupied escape pods, which is just the same amount as you need for the rather creepy body snatcher of Colonia, Etienne Dorn. The Writings on the Planet in Yam Commander Lucas Wolfhart has found ancient writing, and he doesn't know what to do about it. The giant writing carved into the hills, valleys and across the plains of planet Yam-9e is in a script similar to cuneiform, but not previously known, and the hieroglyphs appear to show long rows of chartered accountants sitting at their desks and occasionally visiting the water cooler. Of course, this is unlikely to be the literal meaning of the text, and the accountants, the desks and the large bottle of water and the small conical cups that come with it, are likely to be an alphabet from which sentences have been constructed. There are in fact two huge blocks of text covering many kilometres at right angles to each other so they cross over each other in a supersized X. When he found the script, Commander Wolfhart, the leader of Shadow Squadron 6612, which is based in Yam, appealed for guidance using the phrase What the Fook. That's F followed by seven U's and a CK. Sadly, we're as yet no further forward in deciphering the ancient language, but given the way the Pilots' Federation seems keen to cover it up, one possibility under investigation is that Planet 9E in the Yam system has actually been constructed artificially by a planet-forming company, and they forgot to remove the barcode from the texture pack. Commander Harry Potter quits forever. Perhaps. The most infamous murder hobo. The most evil, nasty, horrible commander the galaxy has ever known. The Prince of Darkness. The Lord of the Flies. Satan incarnate. And the commander who ate the last roller and who is best mates with Piers Morgan. Has hung up his remlock for the last time. Commander Harry Potter, the besieger of myth, who two years ago famously fulfilled a contract to execute the dangerous Imperial rebel Kahina Tijani Loren, also known as Salome, decided that her life planetside held more attraction than continuing to plough the space lanes looking for badly configured loadouts. Except... After he announced his decision to retire, Commander Potter was touched by the spontaneous outbreak of love and sympathy from his anxious fans, many of whom appeared to be hoping that he would safely reach the underworld. After much soul-searching, he decided he couldn't possibly just give up, with so many admiring people wanting to see more of his adventures. And so he saddled up his fur de lance and was last seen outside Jameson Memorial, politely asking commanders there if they'd like to joust, and receiving back less than enthusiastic messages using interesting words from rapidly receding spaceships. The natural order is restored. (laughs) 
And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News, we read the news so you don't have to. Thank you very much for that, Commander Dur. Uh, watch your face. Um, uh, oh goodness gracious me! I just managed to switch to the feed to catch Ventura bumping into my Type Nine and leaving another dent in my cow skin. Ah, oh, you're going to get paid for that. So uh, we're out of the frying pan into the fire, um, as is the saying, isn't it, or something like that? <sighs> the next song, anyway, has been chosen just to give you all nightmares. So when Buck's presenting his top trucker in this warm weather, you know he's, oh dearie me, blowing in the wind. Enjoy this. Turn your volume up to 11. How many roads must a man... Now you're a trucker. Trucker, if you can't turn a profit, then you're out of luck. It's for the mug, let me fly all over the space. Point to two lights crossed at a hill of a base. Just turn the wheel and keep that smile on your face. Maybe someday soon you'll be a top trucker. Well, howdy there, truckers. This is old Buck Neckin, spokesman for Lacon Spaceways, back again for this week's Hutton Top Trucker. How do we keep up with your shenanigans while you tootle around in the Milky Way? Why, we install this little piece of software called the Hutton Helper in your spaceship. And if you ain't already got it installed, you can install it yourself, relatively pain-free, by going to the website Hot. Dot for the mug dot com. Almost as pain free as not buying every game you wanted during the Steam Summer Sale. So let's get on to our top truckers from last week. Yeehaw! From the explorers, jumping around like them noisy crickets in a field, Commander S.A. Salt 1977 took the lead with a tad over 186,700 light years jumped. Were you trying to outrun them Smokies? You know, pigs, bears, <laughs> gal cop. Uh, the leader in tearing up the Don's pathetic pirates this week is Commander Bushhog with 7.8 million credits earned and accounted for. Great job there, Commander. Our top mission trucker this week is Commander Montgomery Python with 629 mission points earned. Good job there, Hoss. Hauling cargo like a hunting trucker oughta, Commander Rod UW transported and sold just about 56,000 tons this week, making it two weeks in a row for his trucking skills. Keep on trucking, Commander. 
And driving the Hutton Uber this week, Commander BWA Nick hauled 1,206 passengers around the galaxy and earned a few extra trips tips while at it. Our fastest run to Hutton Orbital is held by Commander Rampage 737 in 1 hour, 22 minutes, and 40 seconds. But the fastest run in this month of July is held by Commander Malice XR3 in 1 hour and 24 minutes even. If y'all think you got what it takes to beat these here scores, then download the Hutton Helper and get to flying, Commander. You want to hear your name on this here radio station? Make sure you got the Hutton Helper installed. Pick it up on the web at hot.forthemug.com and get to trucking. And don't forget, if you do hear your name called out and you ain't already got one, get in touch with us to get your very own Hutton decal for your ship. Hutton Top Trucker, brought to you by Lacon Spaceways, the only ships in the galaxy that come with a book of puns about the Apollo moon landing. Speaking of which, I heard Canada's finally starting a space program to send a spaceship to the moon. They've named their ship the Apollo G. <sighs> but we're here, we're in the green room. Good evening, everyone. Hello, and for the mug. 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 For the mug. And that's that dealt with. Mug. Let's go home. Right, yes, that's done. Green room. Yeah, they all said mug, didn't they? They all said for the mug. <laughs> It was a vicious trick, a st- sneaky little ploy there. Um, I think there's quite a, a few people in there that have got stuff to say, because obviously we can see Commander Ventura's joined us. Uh, what order do you want to do this in, then? Uh, we'll, 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 we'll do the usual. we we'll do uh, you, then me, then the Harry Ballsack, and then the Flossie, and then the Dead Meat, and then the Amelia. Obviously, we've spoken to ourselves already. Yep. So this Usually could... during the silent bits when, when, when there was silence. Um, so so we'll, we'll skip ourselves, shall we? Unless we've got something super duper extra to talk about. No, this, the silence is not a clue to the theme. I, and the silence is just a purely one of those rare occasions where our yeah, just run out of time, running around like a blue ox fly. It could be a clue. Could it? Silence is golden. No, I, I see where you're going with that one. Okay. Oh, as a, continue, you should continue going until you're out the door. Has, has a bit of a ring to it, but it's not right. Okay. Well, we'll start off with Commander Ventura then. Good evening to you, sir. And hello. He's not speaking, but yeah, we're not hearing. He's no, just he, back he's, from his holidays, so it may well be. He lost his voice. Of... He left it. He left it on the island somewhere. He'll no, f- he's not coming back, is he? Yeah, he's gone. He's just here in spirit. His body's still in transit. <laughs> give us lost a sh- in translation. Give us a shout when you work it out, Ventura, and we'll come back to you. In which case, I shall jump down to El Masri. Good evening to you. How are things, and what have you been up to? Hello. Um, I've just been doing shit in Avic really this week. Having it in Avic. Exactly. <laughs> awesome. And how did that go for, for the market? All <laughs> oh, right, that's it. That's it. No, no beer news. That's it. That's it. Well, did you? No, no, no beer news at the moment. Did you listen in last week when we were all talking about how much we were enjoying your cold brew? 
I missed last week. I haven't managed to catch up yet. I've been really busy with work and stuff. Good. In which case, then, we can just say thank you very much. Last week, I had a bottle of it All chilled right. in my lap, and Dave didn't have one. It was beautiful. It was just such a perfect <laughs> and, moment. And ah, la, la, la. This is, this is pick, on, pick on David Week for, for picking rubbish tunes. That's what it is. Cause, cause I, I said to, to Snoz that I, you know, I bottle up some to send to Dave when I got back so Snoz didn't have to give his up and I said to Fozza that I'd send him some and I said to Paige I, you know I'd send some bottles to Frontier and I got back and the keg was empty so <laughs> I'd, I'd obviously miscalculated in my head how many how much the uh, the bottles I'd done took up so it is something I will have to brew again but I yeah um it'll depend on time well if you need to like if you when need I can do it if you need some of the hut and beans um, let us know and we'll get them to you. No, no, I've got plenty of those. Um, <laughs> Mia sorted me out with uh, with some coffee at the at the weekend, so that was uh, at LaveCon, so that was good. Excellent. Jerry, um, talking of things that David doesn't have, uh, how are you enjoying your <laughs> hack hole batch? <laughs> it's, it's really good. Um, it, it looks great. Uh, you know, I, I've got to say. I mean, I mean, who? I mean, everyone has those, don't they? I thought I thought everyone had them. Everyone who could be bothered to turn up, yeah. Oh, oh. Oh, did... did oh, God, is that yours? That knife in my back there? Oh, it stings. To be fair, I didn't notice. And, uh, so. <laughs> All right, anyway, yeah. That really is for the mug for me, then. Well, I, it, it's my turn now. Now, now, Lord Shouty. Yes, sir. Good evening, sir. Good evening, Right, so that you want you want to talk about the muggies? Do you have other things to add, or are you mugging this evening, or what? What are we up to? Oh well, it's been a rather busy week. So I've been typing things, editing things, putting things together. Um, the muggy thing it looks very, very good. With um, some interesting things going on behind the scenes for that. Um, and the reason we're putting out now, we we really want people to hammer the hot and helper because if you hammer the hot and helper, the bigger your chance of you hammering a, yourself a muggy. So, and by hammering the hut and helper, yeah, I mean you don't mean beating it into shape so much as putting data in it by doing stuff. Exactly. Do stuff, and you might win a muggy. It's that simple. And this is like the tip top of tip top top truckers. You're looking for. Yes. Well, what, what I'm also going to be looking for is I would like some nominations in the various categories as well because, you know, we always have the people who go, you know, have. Way, way, way too much time on their hands to, uh, for, for, uh, maybe robotic, shall we say. So it'd be nice if people could, uh, get a hold of us with some, some nominations of, of various people and then we can, uh, see what's available and maybe we can be a bit more inclusive of the community that way around. That's good. So we, we've got, you know, best actor in a Thargoid incursion and, um, you know. Best, best death scene video editing. Oh, we we definitely put some silly ones in there, just to uh, keep it interesting, should we say? So uh, things like uh, maybe the Sun Crusher of the Year award. You know, I think he's one of the ones we put in there. And uh... well, you see, and the other one, of course, is in keeping with with certain of these kind of award ceremonies, um, having controversial presenters. Yeah, can I just volunteer uh, LCU as the most controversial presenter you could possibly have after this evening's effort? Uh, well, the idea I have is to run really it a lot like the Oscars, so we have people coming out, reading a bit, 
penalty in the ward with still enough attached. Okay. So, yeah, um, I certainly, you, Kelsey, you, I can certainly, I, um, I might have a word with him actually, because after tonight's uh, little piece, for sure. Yeah, that, that was definitely, um, as, as up there was sort of an Eddie Murphy uh, uh, stage meltdown, I think. Yeah, if you want to have a word with him, you might have to wait behind the authorities. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna line 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 up to uh, yes uh, to, to batter him over the the lug holes over uh, <clears throat> yes he's Benny Hill special. Yeah, but I'd be might be pulling him into a studio named Dockers and shutting the door and going you'll be safe here. Uh, I'm having a little bit about this, so definitely after that tonight for a moment. But uh, other than that, yes, beyond Dockers, um, some very very interesting bits there. I completely overlook you. That's a, that's, a, that's a complete honest truth. I completely overlook you. I went through the car, as he was in Dave Conductors, and I went, right, I need these people. Um, Mr. Cow very kindly got hold of Amelia for me and pulled her in, which I'm very grateful for because the number of female actresses I have on my, I can count on my left hand, and still have digits left over. So it's always I count on female voices. Well, it's okay. I can always just say rhubarb, rhubarb, rhubarb in the background as crowd, you know. That'll do. And also, I would like to thank David and John for for, for doing that little muggy thing for me tonight. And uh, the other thing, and Mr. Wolverspoon, of course, for adding his little uh, invitations, yeah. you say. So, other than that, I guess it's for the mug. Been a very busy week that way around. Oh, well, well, thank you very much indeed, Lord Shouty. And I, I'll be handing over now to... Uh, to Yes, to, to the Harry Ballsack. To move way, way down the list. Funky Abigail, how's your week been? Oh, hello. Um, uh, I just wanted to... I, I missed the show. I just woke up, so I just wanted to pop in and say hello to everyone. It, it, um, was, it, was, it was brilliant. Not a single mistake. On point. I was listening to the, to the repeat, because it, it <laughs> won't be as good. It was, it was fantastic. You missed, oh, you missed one of the best ones ever. Oh, damn. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good to hear. Well, um, yeah. So, so yeah. I've I've started like a physical therapy, um, program to deal with the health issues. So I haven't been able to play much or, or anything like that. And my body is on fire at the moment. But I thought I'd just say hello, and wish everyone, uh, like, uh, happy flights and for the mug and god i'm tired thank thank you well you're in our thoughts thank you thank you very much plus uh, is it, it mean that yeah uh so where are we um i see I think you're down at litho i think the, the earl of Iceni is silent as usual litho breaker how's your week been good evening um, good evening horribly busy in work unfortunately Ooh. The only time I got to play, I did a little bit of combat in Avic, and then realised I'd forgotten to run Norton Helper. Oh no! <laughs> so I'm not even sure oh, how dear. much you did. Right, no muggies for you then. No, oh, it's terrible. But well, yeah, you did all that. that. It's just nothing to show for it. Well, I won not at least shame. three combat zones single-handedly, so I did some things good anyway. But uh, well, you know you've done them. Yeah, <laughs> prove it. I mean. <laughs> No, I don't care. We 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 oh, won the place. That's good enough for me. Whether I did it or not, we won the place. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, well, it's been it really for me. Everything else has been work, work, work. I suppose that happens to us all occasionally. 
Even David, you'd almost think uh, he'd missed, I, uh, I, I, remember, I remember those days well. Oh, <laughs> oh, do you know what? This is right. I'm not talking to any of you now. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, for the mug. Okay, thank you for the mug. Okay, I looks like in the chat that Norman's back. So back up to the top, Commander Ventura. Hello. Can you hear me this time? Quietly, but yes. All oh, right. Oh, that's better than nothing. Um, doing okay. Uh, was away in my halls, which I had fun. So, yeah, other than that, wasn't much. Came back down, saw bits and pieces, and you know, that was that was basically it. Just caught the show. So, yeah, that was about it. Anyway, for the mug. For the mug. Hello, Nocti. How are you on this fine, fine evening? Good evening, my lady. Hello. What have you been up to this week? A bit this, that, and the other. Been really busy, actually, uh, work-wise and behind the hut and scenes. Behind the hut and scenes, do tell. Ah, no, you don't tell. Why you see for that? <laughs> you thought LCU was bad. This is going to be terrible. <laughs> it's it's permit locked. It's definitely permit locked. <laughs> um, was cider involved? Oh come on! Since when is cider not involved? <laughs> What kind of cider? Uh, well, I'm actually on uh, 25% scrumpy at the moment. Ooh, lovely. Good bit yeah. of scrumpy. Especially imported mm. from the south. Mm. <laughs> nice. Um, anything else? No, nah, not really. I'm just glad I can actually finally catch her the show for once. You've been missed. Good. It's awesome yeah, to have you here, yes. Well, I, think, I think it must be something to do with the fact I haven't got the sights on this rifle adjusted correctly, but, you know. <laughs> you see, you're, dist you're, you're causing distraught amongst the presenters here. You need to turn up more often. Well, yeah, real life and all that lot. Someone's got to do some work for a change, haven't they? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> anyway, as long guys, as it's not me, I'm good. For the mug, guys. Welcome back. For the mug, not tea. Cheers, Nocti. It was awesome to, awesome to hear Nocti in as well. One of our uh, kind of quiet uh, but critical truckers who beavers away in the background um, making beavers? Something like that, anyway. <laughs> <clears throat> Pillbox, are you there? Oh, no, what a shame. So we'll go on to uh, Powell Oblivion. Uh, good evening to you, and thank you for the message that LCU cannot make it tonight. Well... Still, he's to report to the headmaster's office as soon as he's available, and there'll be no passing by. So, what have you been up to? Uh, well, um, <clears throat> yeah, I'm afraid he's um, he's in the infirmary tonight, and um, he's uh, he's got himself a donut shaped a donut shaped cushion and um, a pack of ice, and uh, yeah, he's he's not really feeling up to uh, chatting with you guys today. <clears throat> I think he said enough, to be honest. I think he's probably said enough. <laughs> can you hear me at all? I'm not sure if my mic's working. Yeah, we can hear oh, you. Oh, yes, yeah, it's working. Oh, cool. Loud and clear. Just, yeah. So what else have you, what else have you been up to yourself? Have you been up to? Uh, well, um, been doing things like um, trying to plan out the next trip for the Gnosis. Oh, jeez. Yeah, so it should be fun. <laughs> we're, we're hoping that we'll be able to park inside a Lagrange cloud. So, um, 
Oh, that would be what, stunning um, for four. See what the Pirates <laughs> Federation say. Are you going to go for one of the ones with lightning in it? Uh, no, unfortunately, it's a bit out of range, but I'll, I'll definitely um, try and find a way to get to one of them at some point in the, in the future. Um, yeah, so we're going out to Witchhead first, but I've managed to um, to find a Lagrange cloud for us to park at, so hopefully we'll be allowed to do that. And um, and uh, yeah, all the excitement today with um, with Palin. I went down down to the surface, and it was uh, it was quite fun with all the Thargoids and the park there. And after after I finished lunch and. When I logged back in again and uh, tried to take off, I had about eight Thargoids all shooting at me at once. So um, it was very, very, very much a, a fun time. The, by the way, sorry to cut in on this one, but are the rumours true that there are Thargoids coming out of the ground? Um, certainly, we, I saw one that was 900 metres below the ground, and um, presumably um, Palin had managed to, to nab one for experimentation. Um, I imagine that there probably were some coming out of the ground, given given that um, there were some that were stuck under there. Oh, we've seen that. We've seen that before at the um, at the old Inra bases that had been attacked. Sometimes they would just appear from underground. Seems but there are none of the little scavengers or anything turning up. It, it, those, these are the big Thargoids that are popping out from below you. Yeah, it's scout, scouts, and um, so I think it's mostly scouts appearing there, and um, occasionally you get the uh, the interceptors as well. So, just um, do you do you support labelling the ones that come out of the ground as uh, Tremorgoids? Uh, well, I haven't I haven't uh, done the taxonomy yet. I don't know how to classify them. <laughs> okay. We'll wait with patience, Drax, and we're just hoping we can get that into and in, in literally into canon for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. So, you know, we need we need to sort of have a chat at some point about how you actually because it's quite interesting how you plot the routes for uh, the gnosis and and how you uh, work it out and and of course the approval processes that you have to go through. Is it, is it quite lengthy? We'll do it another time, actually. We'll do it another time because it's, it's a fascinating concept. Well, to, to be honest, to be honest, it's the first time I've done it. So I'm usually someone... Del Monte usually flies the ship. Um, so it was my first time. But it's, we, we just use tools like EDSM and um, <clears throat> I was able to um, like use, use our database of, uh, sort of um, codex entries to, to basically use a clever bit of maths to find out what was in between the two points we wanted to get to. So, um, yeah, no, I, th- I think I think we might be able to make it a bit more interesting going forward. It's fascinating, it really is. Look forward to that. Um, all right, anything else? No, that's it for the mug. Brilliant. Thank you very much. Thanks for joining us tonight. That is, uh, it's a pleasure to have you. Then pass on our best to LCU when you speak to him. Yeah. Oh, I will do. Yeah. And by best, we mean a boxing glove with a horseshoe. More oh, ice! I need more ice! Oh, he's, uh, so he wants more ice, so I'm going to have to... Yeah. I, I, I wouldn't want to be him when Lady Outspan gets hold of him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, oh, it's me now. Um, well, who have we got next? It is Commander Taran. Hello, Commander Taran. Now, did, you, did you break out the guns and did you enjoy it? Hello, can you hear me? Hello, yeah, oh, I can hear you now, yes. Did, did you break out the big guns for the war? Well, well, I, 
it's summer, so 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 I spend a lot of time up at my my lake where I don't get to play on the computer. But I did bring break out the big guns for the war, and immediately forgot to um, hand in any combat bonds or anything from 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 war. And it was over by the time I got back, so it was good. That's <laughs> right. So you did something, just just didn't cash in on it. Yeah, thankfully I took a whole bunch of wing massacre missions that uh, uh, me and the wingmates managed to finish. So 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 we managed to do that at least. Yeah, so back back in the day when you used to you know clock up comfortably in a hundred and forty million a day on the on the bonds and the uh, the bounties. I mean, you're still sitting at what three point two seven billion credits in in bounties for Hutton. Well, yeah, that's that's the date, and I'm sure it's still going to go up. Yeah, and obviously you're slacking down in tenth place on the all-time list with uh, only only 405 million credits in bonds over over your lifetime as a a Hutton enforcer. But um, do you have anything else to add for this evening's show, or are you for the mugging for everybody? Or have we lost Tyron? Uh, I'm going to get away with this uh, for the mug. I do have some other things, but my connection here at work is dying, so I'm just going to, I'm just going to say for a mug. Thank you. All right. Well, um, thank you very much, Commander Tyron. And then uh, we are over to Harry. It falls to me to talk to our tail gunner, Waz. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Always bring up the rear more ways than one. What, what do you do in the privacy of your own home? It's entirely your business. I had to go there, but everyone was thinking it. <laughs> I'm just out exploring the galaxy. Just getting me really sick and tired of hitting bloody red dwarfs. I have to replot my course every time. I do. Yeah, but are you finding the things that you want to find when you're out there? Yep. Trying to avoid the dwarf stars. It's not as easy. Do you select them from your star list? Yeah, I do the KGB. Yeah. And the and the red dwarfs just sneak in when you're not looking, don't they? They're... Yeah, and I'm like, not oh, many of them. <laughs> but she, where I am, there's loads of them. I have a fuck's sake. I'm sure they do. So yes. I'm just, so what is ever going on in the bubble? I'm staying way clear until I can, until further notice. So I'm going to be out in the dark for quite some time. It's peaceful out there. Yes, and I won't be getting space madness. It's difficult to get something that you're already suffering from, isn't it? Yep, I can <laughs> argue <with> that. <laughs> Didn't think you would. <laughs> nope, not against you, spider mine. <laughs> <laughs> so, apart from that, how's everything else for you at the moment? How are you... Um... That you want to share with us? Yeah, I'm getting on fine. Everything's working. I'm getting there. Well, that, that's a, a lot better than you were at one point, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yes, I was. Yeah, well, we're we're all glad to hear that. That took that about did... that took about a week to recover from. That did. Well, that's all any of us can hope for, isn't it? Yep. Oh yeah, <clears throat> yeah. But well, for me, that's that's the mug. 
Oh, that's a, that's a lot of mugs this week. Well, uh, thank you very much, Commander Waz. Right, um, pilots of the the green room. Uh, we have one more tune for you because I can see some some attempted guessing going on. Galactic so, should we, uh, Mr. Cow? Pardon what? Galactic Midden just snuck in. I tried to keep him out, but he managed to get past my large boots. Oh, well, in which case, Flossy, Flossy, grab the Midden by his watsits and have a word with him, quick. Hi, hi, Midden, how are you doing? Hello, my lovely. How are oh. you? Oh, I'm fine, thank you. How are you? Yeah, all the better to hear your wonderful voice. Oh, you flatter, are you? Well, I'm just telling the truth. I've come home to find that I've got no water. Oh, no. Some rather large trucks digging out in the road. Oh, great. Yeah, so Midden's house smells like a Midden now. <laughs> Nothing to mix with the whiskey, then? Nothing to mix with the whiskey. I can't wash my hands. I can't flush the toilet. Oh, dear. A nightmare. Fortunately, I had some food in the fridge. Can you, can you not mix the whiskey uh, with more whiskey? Well, that's, that's <laughs> what I normally do, so, yeah. All's good, then? Yeah, can't complain. I can even wash my hands with it if I get desperate. <laughs> yeah. With alcohol cleaner. Kills germs externally and internally. Yeah. Very true. I'll make a difference. Just, from just last ask your friends Ken and Glenn to help, you know? <laughs> yeah. Make a difference from last night when I went and spilt my beer over myself. Oh, no. All because I've had uh, my did sister's. You, did you beat yourself up? You, man you managed to miss your mouth. <laughs> well, there's a, there was a two year old in the room. So it's extremely dangerous to leave the drinks on the table. Ah. And I'm not used to holding it in my lap and forgot it was there. <laughs> yeah, easy mistake. I often miss my mouth. Yeah, do I get some stick off wrong way? How do you miss your mouth you get that big? Them, dear. <laughs> get some stick off wrong way and miss your mouth. <laughs> because I miss me, man. Bossy, you are such a tease. <laughs> you don't love me. She I does a exactly tease, she always you. comes through. The trouble is, I do know what you mean, miss. Only <laughs> <Really> worrying. <laughs> I used to be an innocent, really innocent young lad until I met you. I used to be an innocent young woman. <laughs> There's, no, there's two statements in a row, I don't believe. <laughs> it's all wrong with Fawcett's corrupt me. That we do believe. <laughs> he got me involved in this game in the first place. So, who got you on the game? Flossy? Sorry, I missed that bit. <laughs> oh, dear. It has... Oh, dear. What are you lot like? Isaac. Are we sorting next week's show? Well, I, I, thought we, I thought we were going to get banned from the airwaves earlier, but... Yeah, I, oh, dear. Hey, Flossy started it. <laughs> this is personification of Beyond Dockers, this entire show, isn't it? <laughs> Just like the other night when Flossy kept going on about Robbie entering the wrong way. Oh, that's how you got the name. Right. Quick, Flossy, get him with the pan, quick. <laughs> just, just do it with the pan right now. Right now. Doing. Do do it with the pan. You want to give, oh, just give me a just bit of time. I think, I think we're going to need to oh, draw a line under the green room this week. Oh, it's, I mean, Flossy, this, this conversation entirely reminds me of trying to play cards against humanity against you. It really does. When you out-embarrass everybody with your answers. 
Oh, I've got to play like this, yeah, I? <laughs> no, we didn't. No, but you still managed to offend the entire room with your <laughs> with your uh, joking hands. No, we didn't, we didn't do joking hands either. No, I did. And we didn't play bad people because I didn't bring it with me, <laughs> not being there. Yeah, there wasn't, anyway, there wasn't anything I played that I could offend with. <laughs> well, we, we've had an emergency alert go off over over the uh, over the green room door, saying that the dastardly Don has just broken in as well. Unfortunately, he's not broken in vocally. He's just broken into the, um, yeah, the, to watch the video screens. E evening, Don. I mean, the Don, sir. Evening, Don. The Don. Yeah, the, the Don. He's he's, he's How are you us. doing? Uh, oh, I'm good. Yes. Oh, he's, he's sending rude messages in. But yes, even, evening, Zach, and uh, thanks for coming to join us as well. No, he's not talking to us now. Well, so I'll tell you what, uh, there, there's been some random guessing going on as well. Should we, should we talk about it a little bit or should we just do the last yeah, no, tune to see whether no, they're right? No, let's give, them, let's give them a bit of a... Let's go through this because nobody... Well, no, because we're not giving it away yet. We've got one more well, tune that they have to but guess. Yeah, but what we, can do is, what we can do is tell people, the people who've guessed so far, if, they, if we need to give them encouragement so they can have a go after this one, maybe. All oh, right. Well, they're going to have a go, certainly. Um, Marolius guessed, is it the mass attack on Area 51? Uh, nope. Draxor keeps thinking about how long a mountain can take a beating by the wind before it's not a mountain anymore. That's very introspective for Draxor and very wrong. Very that sounds like Falco Turks kind of guessing, that does. How many mountains can a wind... No, that's not right, no. And Kirov 099... Is the theme a summer vacation getaway in the mountains? Spending time out in the mountains and wind going fishing. Um, no. 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 There, it, there are some of those words that are involved, but no. And I've said, I've said in Twitch chat that these things, how, there are something in common only in one very specific circumstance. Yeah, there's there's one thing that links all of these well the words that are hidden in these either the the name of the band or the the name of the tune um because we've had uh, what do we have we we had time by pink floyd so far uh we've had uh, the mountain the mountain side yeah we blowing in the wind by bob dylan yeah yeah take on me by real big fish um track sources i don't know i hate this well maybe the next one will give you a hint it's, a, it's another word what uh, Wotherspoon says what do fish mountains time and wind have in common ah right uh, it, this is like a complicated move round. so well i'll tell you what should we, should we introduce our, our tune and then we'll all run up to the live room and then mm -hmm. put you out of my misery <laughs> yeah um so um yeah well this is very appropriate for, for some of the content we've had this evening about about how did we get so dark by royal blood That was a sharp ending on that one, wasn't it? Well, well I did like tripping you up once or twice, you know. Sorry, the, the timer on that one works, so I could see it stopped at zero. Oh, because of course you got your new your new time decoder. Yeah, Stream Deck still doesn't do it properly. I don't know why it should do it, but it's just weird. Weird, 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 weird. Right, how are we doing? It's all very technical. Well, you know, you know, everyone like anyone who's got a, a Stream Deck, you know. It is very much your precious. It is, oh, no one's going to take it away from you. It is, it is, yes. It is, very, 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 um, very practical. 
Oh yeah, I take it. I mean, would you would you give yours up? Oh, not 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 uh, not at all, because um, you know it it lets me do all sorts of uh, you know fun things. You know, this is uh, the dawn, and my radio seems to be a stuck on a Hutton orbital. I'm gonna have to get it on presto to have some words. Giuseppe, you know Mama uses that a Gauss cannon to make Molto Bene back to Alaska. Put it down before you hurt someone. You know, things like that. Yep, Ventura loves his. It's his precious too. His precious. It just needs more buttons. It definitely, oh dear. No, I've got two, so that's why I've got lots more buttons. But it gets and, really confusing. Uh, I, like, I like the uh, mobile one because it's nice and cheap where you're deciding whether you want to do it. You, you can get it for just over £2 a month if you've got an iPhone or an iPad. That's not well, bad. There you go, there you go. Yeah. See, we're, 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 we're procrastinating here to give people a chance to... Uh, you know, to, to guess a little bit harder. Getting so so close, so so close. Well, uh, were, there, were there any more? Was well, that there are some there are some very good guessing on, but we haven't had the why and how do they link to everything? Shall we? Uh, obviously, we've had all the tunes now, so guessing's nearly over. It is fact, a very it, difficult one. This, this well, it is. I just I did this one specially for Litho Breaker because we actually kicked him out because he was in the um, the the radio team chat for a while after his guest appearance and um, I did remember to kick him out before we put this one in especially for him because he tends to guess them fairly easily I don't know there's one or two people who are getting very very close to it there have been hints liberally dropped throughout the script so sh should we go through from the top if I if I if I play host on this one and then um, somebody can shout out the answer obviously before we even started the first tune we were dropping ridiculous hints so um, now, who read the first bit? It was it was uh, oh, it was you, Dead Meat, wasn't it? That was me. Yes, yes it was. You, I mean, you talked about a particular object very early on, didn't you? I did. You did. Have you got that one and there? Yeah. Uh, the uh, precious empathy box. Yeah, your precious empathy box, and, and then of course, then uh, Dick Chafing was adopting a particular pose as well uh, when he was. Um, what was he doing to with his hands? Checking his pits, checking the contents of his pockets. Yeah, and pockets. then, then of course, yeah. These, what, what, yeah, what's it? What has he got in his? Um, and then, what, what, what was the next one we had in the? Uh, uh, oh, we, we had something in your your bit and the, the hot pit bit as well before the first tune too. I think you chucked something in there. I can't remember where yes, it was. Yes, serious sneaking up on us and stealing. Lots things. of lots of sneaking. sneaking. Definitely lots of sneaking. Mm. And, and then lots of stuff in the banter. Oh, well, well, no, we had, we then had the first. Oh. We had the first link. We had the first link, yes. which, you, oh, yes. which you read. Yes, and that was um, good of me, wasn't it? And what was Cow doing while while um, while um, we were listening? He to was going through Jimmy Riddle. Oh right, okay. The first song, therefore, was uh, "Time" by Pink Floyd. Then we we dropped copious things into the into the banter. Then the second link, we suggested that um, somebody might have a well, what was it? A, a boggle-eyed look at this week's Galnet news. Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, we've still got guesses coming through. They're not quite right. You've got to... It's nearly. Those specific words, you see. So the mountain was the second tune. And then what did we have? Um, oh, no, no. Cal, you, you had the next uh, really, really obvious clue. Oh, really? Yeah, it's the start of your link to the third tune. What, the out of the frying pan into the fire? Yeah, yeah, definitely out of the frying pan into the fire, uh, and then we had blowing in the wind. That's, by, that, that, uh, I mean, you know, that, that's that, that's kind of like saying using the word "the" is a clue. <laughs> no, no, I no, think, 
I think I think we've had a tie break. I literally had two answers came in exactly the same second here. Whoa, that's close. Oh. Um, and then obviously we went um, pa paddling our boat out to the island of unexpected banter that is the green room before we had take on me by real big fish we then went in to ask how we got so dark by royal blood now um so we, we we've got a tiebreaker here because um we had a few people guess nearly right it's tricksy it's all very it is tricksy. it is very tricksy definitely yes nasty tricksy hobbits is um we had funky abigail guessing originally is it Gollum? and drax said but i said Gollum earlier or oh, actually smeagol and they were really 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 close and then we had both funky abigail and litho breaker literally in the same second just pop up um with the answer and so we're gonna have to break the tiebreaker somehow knowing the answer that the two of you have given can you predict the next tune I'm going to give them a second to talk about this one. Then we're going to give it, give it away, and then they're going to then they. Can we break the tiebreaker with what the next tune is going to be? So I tell you what, let's talk amongst ourselves for a second while they they come up with their answers. Most of that, if you if you want, I have the background information and the full thing, that is where the, each one comes from, which I copied and pasted from somewhere Ooh, else. Oh, fantastic! Well, we're not going to read all of all of that. It's quite lengthy, wouldn't it? Be that that'd be a whole it's, chapter. It's about no, no, no. The, that it is, but each of the things is about four to six lines. Mm, well, it's up to Mr. Cow. What do you think? Should we, should we, should we go all cultured and, and read these things out? Do you think, Mr. Cow? Yeah. Well, everybody well, gone to sleep. Yeah. While they're getting the guesses. Okay. Well, I tell you what. Should we, should we take turns? Um. Now, uh, Amelia, do you do you know some of these, or have you got these handy? Um. What am I looking for? Well, if I if I give you a link just here and I, I wave it onto your pad just in front of you, there, there, there's a link there. Can you see that link? Yes. Hold on one right. second. Right. So we've got to get them in the right order. So which, which order were the um? So the first five, one, one, two, four, three. The the, the first one was five. Was it five? Yes. Five was. Oh, it was. It was the bottom one there. So yes. I, t I tell you what. If you start with five, and then five. then then we'll go from there. So Mr. Bullsack. Mm-hmm. Go on, you, you read it out. You can do hey. the voice if you want. No, I can't do that. Time. This thing all things devours. Birds, beasts, trees, flowers. Told you I couldn't do the voice. Noah's no. iron. Bites steel. Grinds hard stones to meal. Oh. Slays king, ruins town, and beats mountain down. Oh, that and one. That one. Yeah, it was, that was time, that one. That's number five. Um, That's the first one we did, yes. Yeah, that was number five, but the first one we did. And so the second one we did was, was it the mountain? It Mr. Was. Cow, have you, got, have you got the mountain one handy? Yes. Are, are you going <clears> to be a, a sneakster? Well, this is sneakies, isn't it? <clears throat> Sneaky little habits. What has roots as nobody sees is taller than trees. Up, up it goes. And yet, never grows. That's a mountain. Well, that that was the mountain. Yes, yeah. And then Mr. Dead Meat. Which one do we have? Number two. Yeah, we 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 had the yeah that one. Number two, Mr. Mr. Dead Meat. You got that one? No, he's not got that one. He's run away. How about how about Amelia? Do you want to do you want to take um, what, is, this what one? is the word? That, well, this, this was the one voiceless. blowing in the wind. Yes. Voiceless, it cries. Wingless, flutters. Toothless, bites. Mouthless, mutters. Oh, is it Mr. Shouty? No. 
no, no, that that was that was the wind, and, and then, then we had oh, which four. one was was, uh, was was that the um, number four big the fish? alive with yes, he's alive without breath, as cold as death, never thirsty, ever drinking, all in mail, never clinking. Uh, that'd be the fish, and then Mister uh, Mister Cow, did you find your place yet? No, you did yours. Who knows? Dead me didn't do his. Or Flossy, Flossy, yeah. I tell you what, you can you can do the can you do the um the royal number blood three. from the. Yeah, the dark one. It cannot be seen, cannot be felt, cannot be heard, cannot be smelt. Huh? It lies behind stars and under hills and empty holes it fills. It comes first and follows after, ends life, kills laughter. <laughs> that was genuinely frightening. <laughs> that scared me. Genuinely scared. Yes, that was dark. Oh, boom, tish. Awesome, that was very dark. So, did we get did we get any 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 guesses in for the the songs? Because I think we've lost. I it. don't see anyone with a with a guess for what the next one's going to be. That's what we're waiting for, guys. And maybe they were maybe they've they've tuned out. So it was going to be what was Funky Abigail, wasn't it? Who were our 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 tires? Uh, Abigail and Lithopia, I believe. Litho, you're in the chat. We can see you down in the green room. Do you want to send in a guess of what you think the next song out will be? Um, would yeah, and um, of course the answer was obviously it was Gollum's riddles. All the riddles that Gollum gave uh, Bilbo Baggins down in down in under the mountain, wasn't he? He was in the Misty Mountains at the time somewhere. He was, yeah. Um, and oh, I, I, Funky Abigail's come up with a, a really good guess, which I think is actually better than the song that we've got. Oh. Well, I'm a, sorry, but I think it is. I think it's much more in keeping, don't you? Because uh, our n last song is really a sort of bonus. Would no, but it mentions most of the things that we talked I know, about. I know. In the lyrics, you see. Oh, yes, I know, but I think it's very clever. Well, Ed, so it's time to say thank you very much anyway. Thank you very much to all the presenters here in the studio, to Mr. Cal for hosting this evening, to Flossie and Deadmeat and Amelia and, of course, Harry Balsack for uh, doing their bit. Um, and uh, thanks to all the contributors this evening for the various audio pieces, Mr. Shouty, and all of the guest uh, guest stunt voices that that turned up throughout the show. Thank you to everybody for listening in, to the green room for taking part, to Draxor for guessing so close but not quite getting it. Um, and yes, we'll be back um, next week. Mr. Cow, are you back next week or are you off for next week? Um, I, it depends on Tuesday, but it's possible I will be away next week and then back the following week. Well, I, I certainly will be here and potentially we have the Ventura around as well if, if you're not. But I know you were doing week-on, week-off thing and I'm now back and around. So I fancy playing with my stream deck a bit. So may, maybe me next week. Okay. Sounds good. Ooh. Right. Well, thank you very much, everybody. So if we... Uh, we haven't had... They haven't guessed. So it, it is a dead heat. It's a tie between Funky Abigail and the Litho Breaker. So um, who wants to introduce the final tune? Oh, creaky. Go sure. on, put your hands up. I'll do it. Go on, then. So, next up, or last up, we have Leonard Nimoy with The Ballad of Bilbo Baggins. Ladies and gentlemen, that's the end of the show. Everybody's buggered off now, so why don't you bugger off, too? This is the Haddon by... <laughs>